0: Five,
1: Five, four, three, three. three, two,
2: one. Fantastic. That actually <laughs> went much, like went without something happening. Yeah, because it's always you. It's not always me.
3: <laughs> yes, it is.
2: <laughs> no, it's not.
3: Yes, it is.
2: On the occasional <gasps> week, it's Joe.
3: Kill yourself. <laughs> right, let's go.
0: It it was on the week that I edited. I don't know why I fucked myself over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to another instalment of the Film podcast, where this week we're, we're, we're just gonna... Uh, right. Hello everyone, welcome back to another instalment of the Film Me in podcast, where this week we're gonna film you in all nice and smooth. Like a smooth bowl of jam and listening to smooth jazz on smooth radio. Because we're some smooth operator. Smooth operator! Uh, I'm your host, Xander Linguiston. With me, as always, is my wonderful group of co-hosts we have from the top down alex hello we have hamish hello we have joe oh no. and we have suan
4: why does joe have to ruin everything um <laughs> oh this week we're God. gonna
1: return to <laughs> we're gonna return to our goat tournament um we are still in the first round of that we're gonna do the second half of the first round this uh, this this episode but before we get into that who wants to tell me moan? I think Hamish does. Go on Hamish, got a
2: big moan. I recently just went to Manchester with Alex, um to meet up for a few days because yes. I, I'm stuck in Ireland. Alex is stuck in wherever they are in the UK, don't undox them. Um Thank you. So we, we reconvened back in Manchester. And of course, you know, I have to get a flight there. And on my flight there, there's this, like, sat beside this woman who's very underslept. I was like, that's fine, you know. She kept, like, trying to find somewhere comfortable. She was obviously, like, working through something, or something was working through her. Because by the time she got off the fl- like, the flight landed, we were on that stage and you want to stand up and, like, you know, get off the fucking plane. You want to be, po- be polite and, like, you know, would well, you mind standing up so I can get my bag, you know? Wasn't budging. Uh, and then turned around to me and let loose a ripping fart like <laughs> the most like disgusting like like just, of all the
1: places i thought that story was gonna go it's like, <laughs> the most vile
2: like geneva's phoning it's a war crime like she she then proceeded to look around <laughs> As if, like, oh, who could have done that? And then, like, made direct eye contact with me. And I just got, I really blankly stared at her. I wasn't giving her the pass. It was, like, ten minutes into that whole stand-up phase. I had a train I was trying to go catch to meet Alex. And no, I was instead blocked by this half-asleep woman who then proceeded, her parting gift to me was the (laughs) parting of her fucking ass. As it, like, ugh. It was actually disgusting. Like pure egg salad kind of fart.
1: I was <laughs> <Alex laughs> desperately trying not to laugh.
2: It's. My moan is people on airplanes, right? You're at a public place. I get like. I get if you're out on the street, let one rip but if you're in a confined area, it's like farting in an elevator,
1: dude (laughs) it's airtight, it's sealed (laughs) it's it's recycled air it's recycled
2: (laughs) air motherfucker
1: the fact that she did it after it's gonna come back to haunt you in 20 minutes (laughs) it's the fact
2: like, it wasn't like as if we were in transit or anything and like, oh, I know it's gonna get done like, I'm there, I want to leave you're blocking me from leaving just let me leave and then the torture comes. My moan is peeped people on airplanes, dude. Oh. I have such a bone to pick with them.
1: That's rough. That's rough. I Having just been on an amazing. airplane, I kind uh, I can confirm that people on airplanes do kinda suck sometimes.
2: It, it was honestly one of those farts that you hear and it's like, that could have been more than a fart. <laughs> <It's not>.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um fantastic that's a great start to the moan section who, who has another moan
3: um i hate the prices of dolls these days
2: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> i know. not you cannot
0: going. talk you sell them for that price too
3: nah they're vintage though no i'm not being funny oh, okay. like okay so i'm an avid monster high fan that's just like me because i hate growing old and i'm clinging to every ounce of my childhood um and yeah, I have a like a load of the vintage ones, and I'm selling them and stuff. But that's because like people are like mass collectors, and like you know that that's just the way with everything. The the, the older it gets, the more value it has, unlike Xander. But oh. you know things <laughs> like Monster High dolls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got, no, I got, oh my I, God! It's with the drive-by.
3: Um. There are these Mustard High dolls, and don't get me wrong, Mustard High dolls are always known for like their detail and their intricacy and it's just like they're made and they're beautiful and they're you know they're they're brilliant. But thirty pounds for a doll and I know you guys can't see this, but I'm gonna show this to like the cast. Um this is this was thirty quid.
0: <laughs> I'd say that's worth it.
3: I mean, yeah.
0: Only because I bought a John Hurt figure for 40
4: Why? That's
3: on and you, And that's though,
0: bigger and has more colour. And probably more articulation.
3: Nah, this has got way loads of articulation, bro. You'd I don't know. Actually, you'd I just...
2: actually be quite surprised.
3: Yeah, Habish was there when I was going, Yay! Yeah, be... And I was, like, unboxing them.
0: <laughs> oh my god, but... the fingers move.
3: <laughs> i just i don't know it just seems a lot 30 pounds i i don't know maybe i'm getting old and when i was younger and i could buy a doll for 12 pounds that had the exact same detail as those um i think just, i'm just it's getting just old the
0: economy
1: alex it's just the economy know, it's just the economy. economy it's just the economy but yeah we're, we're in cosy lives you know cosy lives, lives and i'm buying
3: plastic let's go
0: ever since brexitino happened
3: Brexit. Brexit means Brexit, and it's fucked up my doll prices. That's what it's yeah, yeah. done.
0: <laughs> Doctor Who And you can't buy Magic Stars anymore. No. You can God. buy
1: Magic Wait,
3: Stars
1: still. Do you remember when that was a story? I remember, remember when, when that, that was a, a story? story. When
3: I found that out, I cried. I was like 16 when I found that out, and I cried. <laughs> I love Magic Stars. Um, right,
2: there you go. Siwan, do you have a mode? Sorry, there's a joke I'm going really to quickly make and you can bleep it out. Uh, or just not include it, but...
1: Siwan, do you have a moment for us? Sure.
4: Um, do you know how? Well, okay, maybe you don't know, but like this week, um, Beyond the Spider Verse came out on DVD, and mm-hmm. I, you know, wanted to buy it because I very much liked the film. Now, my brother works in Morrison, so I kind of like asked him first if it was there, and then I'd either ask him to get it for me or I'd go get it myself. And he like kept saying no, no, and no. Like every day, they weren't there. So I ended up buying it on Amazon. But the thing I've also realised lately... Now, this is surrounding Ant-Man Quantumania. Now, I know not everybody's a big fan of that film, right? I understand. But I want to get all the Marvel films on DVD. I, I want them all, right? So, I've like yeah, every time I I've gone know. to a shop, I've been looking for Quantumania, and it's never there. And I'm just like, this has been out now for... Almost a year. Like, February is going to come up here. So it's like, what, nine months by now? Almost. And it's still nowhere on DVD. So what I'm wondering, because I remember a headline saying that Disney were going to stop selling DVDs in Australia. I'm starting to think they've subtly done it here, and we don't know. Because I have not seen Mania anywhere in shops. And I want it. So that's my moan. I have. It's... It's, oh, not, it's not
0: even in CX. Like, I went oh, in CX to find it, and it had every Ant-Man film apart from that.
2: I saw, I saw yeah,
1: it. Yeah, it, it's, here, it's here on Amazon. Yeah, I, I know it's on
0: Amazon, Amazon but Amazon. Amazon. In, in
2: shops. I saw it in oh. HMV.
1: Do you know where
4: my oh, closest HMV. HMV is?
1: Yeah. England. Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah, th- I think th- there's some supermarkets just don't stock all the different DVDs. You'd some, have to go some so any. Yeah. So
4: my just the which, is which that is a, DVDs is aren't being sold shame.
1: anymore. Yeah. No. I mean, Quantum is already on Disney Plus. Like that's what that's what Disney cares about now, because because it means they, you know, with with Blu-ray, if you buy a Blu-ray. You you have it forever. Mm. It, it is physically yours. Whereas if you go on Disney Plus and stream it, then they can take it away from you whenever they want. That's really and you mean. have to pay them. You have to pay them seven quid a month, eight quid a month to to essentially rent that movie instead of owning it. Like physically, you can just watch it whenever you want. So so that way they still you know own that version of the movie. It's it's all really messed up. But yeah, no, that is a problem that you, places just don't sell DVDs anymore. They're idiots. Fools. Yeah. Um. Right. I I have technically two. Go for
4: it. But I'll, I'll see
1: how long this first one takes to see if I do the second one. Um. The main moan for the week is um. This happened last week. I put it. I put an article in the chat. Uh, on on our Discord server. Oh yeah. Um, about a um, a news story that broke um, last week about Rotten Tomatoes, and it was about a PR company called Bunker Fifteen, who have reportedly been paying critics to give a give movies a favourable review on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and I've read into this. I've I've watched a lot of stuff on it, and it's. Um, you know, obviously the the article the the um, the thing on Twitter the pull quote is like Rotten Tomatoes is um, is a scam. People are you know it's easily manipulated, all that sort of stuff. And it absolutely is. But um, it, it's interesting to if you look into this because a lot of people are saying like, oh, this is the end of Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like this. Um, but I think it was interesting if you look further into it. It's actually it was only one movie that they claim to have used this tactic on so what happened was um this movie it was a daisy daisy ridley movie called ophelia which was like hamlet but from ophelia's perspective um i think it was back in 2018 2019 um when it released in festivals it didn't get favorable reviews it was sat on rotten tomatoes with i think 57 or 47 percent um so bunk 15 were then hired as a pr firm to try and you know get people interested in this movie again and they were offering critics 50 dollars to review the movie and they said that if you have a favorable review it will be put on on the rotten tomatoes site but if you don't have a favorable review it will be put on a separate blog and not put on rotten tomatoes so then after this that i think it was like eight critics or something they got to do this um, the audience, the the critic score went up to sixty two percent, so that's fresh, and then the movie got um got distribution, so it like it, their tactic worked, but it's like really scummy, um, but then you know people have been going out and saying oh this is what Marvel have been doing for years and all that stuff, and it's it's total nonsense. So what I would recommend people do is read up on this because I've seen so many things on Twitter saying talking about it and people clearly haven't read it and have no idea what they're talking about so it's a really interesting story and it will be interesting to see how it develops but my moan is read up on this Uh, don't just look at a headline because i saw the headline and was like whoa okay that's really interesting um and that's why i put it in the chat initially and then i looked into it and so it's um it's a really interesting topic to read up on um, and hopefully it gets resolved soon. But yeah, my moan is, read things and don't just take it at face value. Hmm.
3: Don't judge a book by its cover.
1: Don't like Mary
0: Poppins Returns.
2: Formulate your own opinion, and don't just say the internet's my opinion. Cough, cough. Exactly. Is yes, uh, someone me and Alex used to know, who was a vast collector of Funko Pops, um, used to watch any trailer that would, like, drop from Marvel or DC, and would absolutely, like, live by those trailers. Like, you still, like, DM- DM me, or, like, message in our private group chat, being like, Hamish, have you seen- have you seen this movie- the trailer? It's going to be phenomenal! Or did you just hear Marvel just announced a third Ant Man movie? I'm so excited!
3: And then when the film came out, and it was like different from the trailer. He'd start flipping out. He was like, "It's fucking disgusting! It's not the same."
2: Yeah, go go formulate your own opinion on shit. I
3: was like, okay, bud.
1: Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> my other moan w- w- was was gonna be was gonna be Disney's Haunted Mansion. Oh, it's so because <laughs> uh, the movie. <laughs> the movie is announced has been announced to be coming to Disney plus in about two weeks time and I just want to say like what on earth were they thinking with this movie? For one thing, releasing it in August a week after but like, or two weeks after Barbenheimer why, why do that um then it it cost 150 million dollars. That movie cost 150 yeah. million dollars and it's barely made that. It's gonna lose Disney over a hundred million dollars. I'm, I'm not quite. That's crazy. I'm, and then, like, what, Why not? If they, if they released it like now, it could have still been in cinemas till October. But instead, they've, they've gone for. Well, we know it's not great, so we'll just pump it into cinemas early, so then we can put it on Disney Plus for Halloween. And it's just an awful strategy, and laughable. Uh, so my mom was at Disney. Like, what on earth were you thinking with Haunted Mansion this year?
2: I'm not quite Crazy. past that movie's cast, because it's like,
1: yeah, it's got a great, it's cast. got a
2: great cast. They did cast Jared Leto, but yeah, Ugh. Joe.
0: I was gonna say, speaking of bad like Halloween choices, why the hell? This is a tiny tangent. Why the hell are Marvel re-releasing Werewolf by Night but in color? Yeah. It was so good because oh it was in black and white. Wait,
2: what? They're re-releasing, They're re-releasing it
0: in colour. And the footage yeah, looks like it yesterday. was like like colorized by AI. It looks, it doesn't look no. right.
4: No, the thing is, the girl's jacket like the whole seems point to be grey. But the gray. ending
0: is that it, but the, the ending is like, it changes to colour. So that's not going to have any like resonance now if the whole thing mm. is in colour. No, because yeah, it's going to no, we'll go turn. from
2: pearly coloured to good colour.
0: It's gonna be like, oh, oh, yeah. That's
2: what I was supposed to be watching.
0: That's <laughs> awful. It's yeah, like no, they've run but, out of oh, like, honestly, ideas all, or something.
1: Yeah, all the reactions I've seen to this have been like, oh, the, the strikes are hitting <laughs> real bad, right? <laughs> mm, like, because they, they it's it, it, run out of ideas. It's now. a bit
0: like the Toy Story NBA game or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, what, on earth what the hell
0: is that? was that?
1: I, yeah, Disney, I Disney on a laughably bad streak right now.
0: I saw
2: a post about that Toy Story thing and I have not read into it any further. I, I actually don't care to.
0: Oh, no, no, same. Yeah, that, that was all I saw. I was like, huh? Literally pointless. <laughs> it's like me animating me doing a shit in the style of Toy Story. Who's gonna watch it? You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that was a good moment section. Shall we continue to the main section of this podcast? See. I guess we sure. have to right so we're heading back into our goat tournament greatest of all time um we're on the second half of the playing round we have six matchups for you of varying quality um there's some there's some really interesting matchups here and i think they're the prime for some good discussion um so we'll get straight into it is everyone ready yes, yes. Yeah, let's do it if you haven't, if, you, if you're if you not caught up with the GOAT tournament so far, this is actually the third episode of it. So make sure you go back and listen to the other ones if you want to stay up to date. Um, but now we'll go into the round. The first matchup of the day is, it's the number 22 seed, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And that is on Joe's list. Um, and that faces off against the 43 seed. And this is from my list. Um, it's Blind Spotting. Very different movies. Very different. Maybe this this might be the most different of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not actually. Maybe not. There's a couple later on, but um, this is still like Whiplash. Like (laughs) this is that film on this list, right? (laughs) Uh, Whiplashes, yeah. As it should um, be. So where does everyone want to start?
2: I I have so thoroughly enjoyed Puss in Boots and The Last Wish that I'm I've taken a look at Blind Spotting, but it just doesn't do it for me. Not in comparison to the you, last you've wish. You've taken
1: a look at it, what does that mean?
2: I have I've sat down and tried to watch it. Right. Um and I'm sure it's a cracking movie. But then I got called for dinner. Um.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, as... I, I, I no, didn't... hang on,
1: we're not moving on from this. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, okay, what do you mean? Exactly. What do you mean? You, what, what, did this happen 20 minutes ago or something? What, no. Why didn't you finish the movie? Xander, it's 2pm. <laughs> do it the next what, day. What? Well, yeah, why, you what, know what? I should have. I, I should
2: have. Oh, okay, it's just I I wasn't like a, I, it, I just didn't feel like enthralled by the movie. It was like
1: How lo- how far into it were you? I, I can't remember. I just like I just didn't feel it man.
0: Xander's actually going to poo dis- himself I, right now.
1: I feel incredibly disrespected. Oh, <laughs> Not again. I feel incredibly Not, Not Because no, That noise. will be the clip for this week as well. This. I can't believe this. I can't believe this.
0: Um, um, I, I thought because obviously Puss in Boots is my choice. and I think it's very good, but Blind Spotting I enjoyed as well. I think the end is a bit. It's like whoa, okay, that's a bit strange. But like, I felt tense throughout. I thought it was very good. I liked the sort of the reversal of the the stereotypes. Um, I thought that was good. Um, I don't know. I like the characters. I mean some of them really pissed me off, but like that's the point, I guess um yeah, I like both basically but the the ending of blind spotting was a bit like huh, that's odd, but it was very yeah. good, it was very good
2: i i would also like to quickly give a little bit of defense because I feel xander's like anger bubbling, maybe you know what maybe it, I just wasn't in the mood to watch a film that day, maybe I just wasn't. It happens. (laughs) Fuck you, Xander.
1: Does it? Someone take over. Someone take over. Does it happen with anyone else's movie or just just my movie? Because you hate me.
2: Yeah. You know what is actually. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to. The
0: thing is, is, Xander, some of your choices are either really great or garbage. What
1: are you talking about? (laughs) 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 When you you recommend (laughs) something,
0: sometimes it's like, this is amazing. And then you recommend a karate movie with fucking. What's his name? The guy from. What was the Art of Defense? What was that guy called? Jesse Eisenberg. And I'm like, Jesse how Eisenberg. is he making me watch?
1: <laughs> Zander, Listen, personally, uh-oh. I wouldn't
0: take that.
1: I would not, I'm not taking that. That's absolutely outrageous. At least I picked more than just kids movies, Joe. Kids movies. Whoa, movie you're rise. you're of the you do, of do you the want, opinion do you watch anything many episodes with real people in it. Joe? you were of the opinion
0: many with episodes with Animation should not be considered a lower art form than live action. So uh, fuck off. Show up,
1: Joe. Show up, Joe. Show Joe. You're such a whiny
3: baby. Pussy boots is no. You're a whiny
1: baby. Do you want a
3: smack? Do you want a smack? Smack the little
0: baby. Pussy boots. I don't like how this has gone.
3: Example as to where animation is going. Because not only Here's is it just this simple blocky kind of like 3D animation that we've seen in the past from like Toy Story and and a lot of you know a lot of projects and the like Last that. Puss
1: in Boots movie
3: and the yeah the previous Puss in Boots movie which I don't think anyone <sighs> yeah. watched or enjoyed I watched it but I did not enjoy it.
0: I
1: like so, the cat that goes, ooh, it's fine.
3: Yeah. So when I heard about, like, they're doing a second bus, Puss and Boots film, or third or whatever it is, I, I don't even you know just that. Just
1: call him Puss in Boots. Puss Boots. You're terrible. Buss. When I heard they
3: were doing another Puss and Boots film, I was very, like, hesitant. And then I saw the trailer, and then I was like, oh my god, this animation is incredible. What the hell? Um... Of course, we've also seen that from, like, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. That The animation in that was, like, incredible and, and really unique and wonderful. And I'm so happy that we're having this kind of, like, rebirth of animation in a sense. Where it's just looking so much better and it's so individual. So, you know, that the, the film is beautiful. I can't say I feel, yeah. the same for blind spotting i'm
1: afraid there's there's more of an emphasis now on actually using animation to instead of making animation look real because like that that's the thing about animation you could do so many different so many crazy things with animation but then most of what people have been doing over the last 20 years is just try and make it look as real as possible yeah and that's really impressive like you look at a lot of pixar movies like that last toy story movie we got like looks photo real it's incredible but then you see things like this. You're like, I'd rather see this. This is like the kind of animation you want to see. I think and it's and and it's told with a it's paired that with a really great story about like um, mortality of, of a legend and with a great voice cast, great side characters. It's yeah, Puss in Boots is is a really top movie.
0: I I like the because I'm sure many people make the comparison like oh it's just the Spider-Verse animation but Spider-Verse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and this, although they're sort of similar each have their own unique animation style, it's not just a yeah. copy paste yeah, I like it
1: yeah it's um. <laughs> yeah it's, it's not, it's, I, I think, I disagree with it. I think what, what Spider-Verse did was just open the door and let everyone know that people want to see different kinds of animation. So no one's used the same kind of animation because the Spider Verse one is very comicky. The um, mute, the Ninja Turtles one was very like almost like doodly. It was very and yeah, it was one, very
3: um, sketchbook. And this,
1: yeah, exactly. And this one was almost like anime inspired. So it, they're they're different styles of animation, but it's just that they're more animated styles of animation. Um Anne, what did you think of Puzzle in
4: um well I I was just I actually didn't watch any of the trailers. I was just like, you know, I I heard it was announced and I was like, oh okay, I don't really care. And then I think it came to like it was a word of mouth thing of people saying, "No, this is really good." And then we all sat down to watch it in the house back in uni and we were all just sat transfixed watching the entire thing. And <laughs> we then were it cheering. F- we were <laughs> cheering and everything. And then like when it finished, we were all just there like, that did not need to be that good. <laughs> Like, it is such.
1: Yeah, innit? It didn't need did that to go be so, so hard? good.
4: <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, Puss in like, Boots
2: did have no right being as good as it was.
4: Exactly. So, like.
1: No right at as all. As good
4: as blind spotting was, I generally did enjoy it. Like, all the um, performances were really good. I really liked David Diggs. I loved David. But no, I, I think Puss in Boots is just. It's top tier. I'm sorry, Xander.
1: No, it's, it's okay. I knew this was going to be a tough one anyway. Uh, Hamish, do you want to touch on Puss in Boots? Anything um, you want to add before I, we talk about? I actually
2: wanted it? to miss this movie. Um, after the previous Puss in Boots movie, um, I kind of had lost all faith in the Shrek verse. I'm going to call it. Um, <laughs> I actually haven't watched the one with Rumble Stiltskin in it. Like I, I that have consistent. I've consistently just stayed away from Shrek. Um, and oh, wow. then I was downstairs, and Joe and someone—I think we're watching this. I think you guys were near the end of it, or something like that.
0: It was like I think no. it was about like twenty minutes in. Yeah, we were. Was it like,
2: twenty minutes in? Quite the beginning. Because you,
0: you were there for like. Because I, I, I s- think when the uh, big big Jack turned up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's completely oh right. Was what completely a wonderful right. character! What yeah. a fucking
2: awesome villain. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause I just like
1: the worst dude. <laughs> just proper mustache twirling. Not even I mustache it. twirling, movie... just a
2: horrible, horrible person.
1: Like like this movie gives us three villains and it's like the three sort of archetypes for modern villains. It's the um villain that's not really a villain, but that they're, they're like an antagonist to our hero, and that's um Um with the Bears Goldilocks. Hey, Goldilocks. And then you 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 follow them and you understand their motives. You've got the mustache twirling Disney pantomime villain in Jack Horner. I love him. And then you've got, and then you've got the iconic, terrifying villain that is there to scare children, and that's literally death. I'd like, argue like, that Jack Horner
0: would terrify children as well.
1: Jack, you If I saw Jack him
0: in an alleyway, my pants would be pooped. <laughs> so like. Jack Horner yeah.
2: is such a. I think it's the line from like it's uh, the cricket. It's like your your dreams are horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, <no. laughs> what How took you so long, long? <laughs>
1: idiot? <laughs> it's great. yeah, that cricket is so funny.
2: It's um act actually it has no right being as good as it was. I was downstairs and I think I wound up staying for a. Like a good bit of that movie, because I I usually just pass and go, in that place. But like, no, you guys like locked me in with that movie. <laughs> it's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, and and the action's really great in that film. Oh, well. it's, the it's, a, is amazing. it's
3: amazing.
1: Yeah, it, it it it's a it's a really great film, and I'm and I, I I have a feeling I'm my my movie's gonna lose. Um, and I Sorry. and I'm actually okay with it because it's a really good movie, but it's. To oh, it. I thought animation was um, shit, if, if, though. I thought it was a children's children. I thought it was a
0: children's movie.
1: Listen, I was just trying to be funny earlier, guys. Calm. Down. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, doesn't work. Does Does anyone have any anything to say about <laughs> blind spotting? Yeah. Very good.
3: Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good. It's a good. It's got a good engaging story. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I did enjoy the story of it. Um, but. The problem with me is that I have to be really invested in a film to kind of put my phone down and actually watch it, and unfortunately, I did not feel that. Like with Puss in Boots*, I did, um, with a few films on this list, I did. But *Blind Spotting* was one of those films where I was just kind of like, "Okay, this is nice. This is like, you know, it's a, you know, it's got good characters, good motives, good, you know." It is a touching story, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I just didn't see myself getting invested in it, unfortunately. But that's just a personal opinion.
1: Yeah, I think to be fair with with this movie, I kind of knew when I when I saw the bracket, I was like, "There's no chance this is going to be." Um, I just I just wanted everyone to like watch it, yeah, and give it give it a chance because this it, it's one of those films that I it I, it came out of nowhere for me. I saw it one day and I was like oh my goodness, this is crazy good um, and I've I've watched it so many times since then I've watched the final um, ten minutes on YouTube on repeat I'd just, say that's I'll, the I'll, weakest part of the film I think you're wrong I think that's by far the best part because it's the whole movie coming to a head in that moment I, I and it's know, just, it just this feels like what's burst of rage
0: it feels really weird
1: I, did, did, you, did you get it? I don't understand why. Well, I don't get why. You think like, the me. rage,
0: I understand, but, like, why. I don't understand why it was presented in that way. I don't know. It felt like.
1: Because they. Because that's the way they. Talk, the two guys, that's the way they talk to each other the whole way through the movie. It's the way they communicate with each other.
3: I, I get what you're saying.
1: Right? <sighs> anyway. I don't know. Um. So Hamish, if I I I will abstain. If you take anything away from this week. I I would like you to watch this movie. Please. Sir, yes, just sir. just for me. Just no, the next, next 10 minutes of it. I I will because abstain
2: from this vote because I will be incredibly it, biased.
1: It doesn't matter. It I it's 4-1 anyway. Don't worry. <laughs> um so yeah, I I will ask that you, you do watch it because I think I think you'll like it. Okay. Um, and I think it's worth your time. Um, right, I'll rip the bandaid off. Um, I'm going to vote for blind spotting. Um, Alex, where are you voting?
3: i unfortunately I'm going with the last wish.
1: Joe,
0: I am going for puss in boots. Siwan. Puss in boots.
2: Hey, I'm going to give a vote to blind spotting <laughs> because it feels, Fuck uh, off, it feels bad. Feels <laughs> bad.
1: <laughs> well, blind spotting got blind spotted and got struck out by Puss in Boots, and that is not the last wish they're gonna see in this tournament, because they go through to the round of thirty-two. And there we go. First matchup done. What the you- next matchup it's some it's a familiar foe. Um it is the twenty-seven seed, and this is from my list again. It is the Princess Bride. And this faces off against the number 38 seed from Joe's list again. It's Hot Fuzz. Ooh, this is so hard. This is, this tricky. is incredibly this, hard.
2: Ridiculously hard. This isn't hard for me.
3: Yeah, because you No, no, seen it's, the it, Bride. it's
2: Hot Fuzz.
3: You've never seen The Princess Bride?
2: It's Hot Fuzz. You've never <laughs> Hamish, seen did The you Princess
1: watch, Bride. Hamish, did you not watch The Princess Bride? Did you watch any of my movies? Yes, I have, you son of a bitch! <laughs> it, it's, I just don't... I'm just not seeing it here. I'm just not seeing <laughs> it. You've been to twice in, ever, a in a row, big you big fuckwit! <laughs> 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 okay,
3: so Hamish's opinion doesn't count here. Now, The Princess Bride <laughs> is such a wonderful, 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 just heartfelt film, and it's got some of the most, like, iconic characters, iconic scenes... Iconic lines that I could find myself quoting day after day, and unfortunately, Hot Fuzz is the exact same. So I was going to
0: yeah. say you're describing both of them. I'm
3: describing both of them. Um,
1: yeah, th- this is. I think this might be the toughest one. Yes. Of of the entire bracket so Definitely. far. Definitely. Because they are such similar movies. You in, in a in a lot of ways, but also not in a lot of ways. Like they're very different as well. Um, we'll we'll talk about the Princess Bride first because it's the it's the it's the highest seed. Um anne what did, what do you think of this movie?
4: I liked it. I I think I don't know. I'm assuming you guys watched it like when you were kids. Maybe not Joe, but I'm assuming by how you didn't? Okay, Alex did, Dana didn't.
1: Um, I, I saw I saw this for the first time when I was eighteen. Okay.
4: So like I watched what, it and I, I realised like when I was watching it, Oh, okay, that's where this quote comes from, that's where this quote comes from. So it was quite nice, you know, seeing all that. And I did enjoy it. But I'm actually kind of with Hamish. I think it's easy. Hot fuzz is better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I really did like Princess Bride. But it's not hot fuzz.
2: I have watched this movie when I was a child. I did not know what... The Princess Bride looked like I it was just on TV. I have watched it's this the movie. Got the
0: handsome man in
2: it. Yeah, I have watched. Yeah, this but movie. you what the
3: last time you watched it. You were a child, so you don't get to talk about this.
2: Oh fuck off, young. No, it's half us. Sorry, continue. Um.
1: Yeah, no, the um, <gasps> oh. Yeah, the Princess Bride is just so much fun. It's got like every single genre you could want in a in a, in a like an adventure family movie. So fi and it's all rolled into one and it all just works so fantastically horror there's horror moments i like the um when yeah, when the, I, when, when they're like going, the... Yeah. no hang on joe joe's being a knob <laughs> um, uh, saying saying there's no horror in it yeah the, 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 there are horror okay, moments okay there's the in swamp in they're going through like the dark forest and they get attacked by little creatures that ter- that terrified me as a child it's pg horror <laughs> It would be classed as a horror So is scene, the haunted mansion. As a scary scene for children. Someone gets decapitated in Hot Fuzz. I'd, I'd
0: class that as horror. Mm, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying Hot Fuzz is, doesn't have horror moments. Yeah, you are. Because it, it is. It does have they horror moments. They both have
3: very good horror moments. That um, yeah. Especially as a... You know... I, I would say like with the Princess Bride, especially in the beginning, it's definitely portrayed as like, oh, it's a little fairy tale about this prince, like, coming to find his bride and all, you know, Princess Bride and all that kind of shit. Um, But then, you know, like Xander said, you get to the swamp bit and the dark forest bit and as a child, I'm shitting myself. I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. Um, And then watching it and as an adult, I'm still like, damn, this is creepy
1: yeah it's re- got a really great aesthetic i will the say action is incredible
3: is as well
0: brilliant i only own one of these films on blu-ray and it's not the princess bride
1: so
4: that's joe's classification
1: why does that matter why does
0: that even <laughs> <matter>? <laughs> to be honest, a lot of the films on my list i do not own on blu-ray
3: there so. <laughs> you go then
1: well this film must be
0: better
3: oh
1: my god like,
0: <laughs> joe <laughs> owns show. one of
3: his films <laughs> on blu-ray that's crazy bro
0: classic joe moment um No, I do like The Princess Bride because when I watched it like this year, I was like, this is really good. I mean, I was eating a curry and there were no subtitles, so I had to keep pausing it so I could like eat my curry. (laughs) Um, But it was a good film. Can you not eat and watch
3: a film at the same time?
0: There were no subtitles. I couldn't hear it like with my crunching. I was like,
3: how loud do saying. you eat motherfucker <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a curry was not crunchy yeah what bit of your curry is like, crunchy what, what did you do to oh, the oh, rice so I have to look was it, down I did, have to look did down did you use to rice krispies for I'm rice not just gonna be instead
1: like, is that why it was crunchy Joe, Joe. make snap crackle and pop so you, and not you eat and you look down and the, the reason that the film
3: has sound is so that you can listen but I want to
0: see everything as well oh Jesus okay like whatever. alternatively I could just be like <laughs> like I could have it right in front of me i thought i was was bad i had the bowl on my lap and i I couldn't just like shrink down and like slurp it up i had to like bend down fork and also i didn't have pita bread i just had like normal bread so i like got the rice poured it on and was like oh
1: but that that's also not crunchy and also you don't eat pita bread with curry you eat naan bread with curry what's wrong with you did i say pita
0: bread oh you know what i meant naan um but what was crunchy
1: (laughs) Oh, what the fuck the... is going on? What yeah. was the crunchy <laughs> like, bit?
0: I don't know, but when I chew it's loud. Um internally. <laughs> it's loud.
1: I can't I, I can't think of anything that okay. I would okay. Eat in the curry that would be crunchy. Oh. <sighs>
0: but I the point is I enjoyed Princess Bride because I paused it so I could listen to it. If I didn't enjoy a film, I wouldn't pause it if I was eating. So that's yeah, you know I that's, get what you mean. Uh, um, no, I found it very charming. I like the I'm Javier Bardem, come to die. Is it Javier Bardem? or is that an actor? <laughs>
1: yeah. Javier Bardem is an actor. That's oh, is actors. it? What do they say? It's uh, my, my name is die. Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I even got the
0: quote wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: Joe's, so...
2: Joe's gonna do like a golem and go, like, off camera and go, stupid,
3: stupid.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> start beating myself up. <laughs>
3: To defend Hot Fuzz Stop beating yourself off seek help um, To defend Hot Fuzz Because uh, I adore Hot Fuzz It's my favourite out of the Cornetto trilogy um, Again It's got amazing quotable moments I, I could sit down and watch that film on repeat and each time I would have something different to like point out and go, oh, oh, that's an Easter egg, or here's this little tidbit. Um, because it's just so wonderfully crafted in a sense that, you know, each time you watch it, there is something different that you will see and notice. Um, and I think for me, it's it's why, although I do love the Princess Bride to pieces and it always have a special place in my heart, if I was to sit down right now and watch a film, it would be Hot Fuzz.
1: Yeah, no, they, they, honestly, the, these two, I kind of knew I was going to lose because Hot Fuzz is... It's a classic. It's a stone-cold classic.
3: And it, it's not that Princess Bride isn't. It's just that, for me, no. Hot Fuzz has more rewatchability and that, that to it's me al- at least, is quite important.
1: It's also from our generation. Like, Hot Fuzz... you. You'd sort of stay up late and it'd be on ITV and you'd be like, oh my god, what's this? Yeah. Well, I remember watching it for the first time being like, I definitely shouldn't be watching this. And yeah, Hot Fuzz is relentlessly quotable. Got great characters. Got excellent writing. And as Joe said earlier, great horror moments as well. Oh yeah. It's such a great blend of genres. Such a great parody of those Michael Bay action movies from the early noughties deal with it motherfucker the action at the end is phenomenal just yeah it's that it's, it's a lot of people's favorite movie for a reason and a lot of people's favorite of the cornetto trilogy for, for a reason i prefer Shaun of the dead but that's my own opinion um i know people will agree but that's okay um if, if if it wasn't my movie coming up against it i would probably vote for hot fuzz because it's it is outrageously good. I agree.
2: Because <laughs> it's your film.
1: Does anyone have anything to add? <laughs> maybe.
2: Um,
0: what did you think of Princess Bride, Hamish?
2: <laughs> when I was a child, watch- when I was a child, and I watched <laughs> yeah, Princess Bride, what were your I, on it? You know what? It falls into the same category, oh. as for me, because I didn't. Because you guys have spoken about this movie for years, and I've never watched it. Like knowing that it was Princess Bride until I just googled it there rather furiously. Um it falls into the same vein as the Flash Gordon movie for me. It's got That's this like in. it's got this like awesome sense of like adventure and all that jazz. It's like wonderfully fantasy but like I like I enjoyed it but I'm I'm a sucker for a good action movie. And for, like, a, a stupid, stupid cop movie. And whilst Hot Fuzz, if you read, like, the plot description, doesn't actually fall into that, it does, and it's a... It takes everything dull and mundane about, like, actual, like, police life in the UK. And it turns it into such a fantastic, like explosive shootout of a movie. I will not doubt that Princess Bride definitely has a lot of quotable moments in it, and it's set design, for one, like you guys said, The Dark Forest, is awesome, but, I don't know. Hot Fuzz does a whole lot more with so much less.
1: Yeah, that, there's there's nothing I can really argue with. Like, I love The Princess Bride, but there's nothing you can say about hot, about hot Fuzz that I can say you're wrong about because it, it is genuinely close to perfection and it's one of those quintessential British movies it, it did that, br-
0: it did bring up a bit of stupidity in me though, The Princess Bride, because I was like, I want to watch a film and you and Alex were saying watch The Princess Bride and
1: and you thought it was I, The Princess Diaries I thought it was The Princess stories
0: <laughs> I thought I was about to watch something with Anne still Hacker, a right?
3: really good film it's a cracker of a film. Gosh. I've read all
1: of the books, so... Um, <laughs> Right, shall we uh, shall we get to the voting? Yeah. Yeah! Right. Hey, Michelle, let you go first.
2: It's going to be Hot Fuzz.
1: Suan?
4: Even though it's the only Cunnetter trilogy without Reese Smith, I'm going to go with Hot Fuzz.
1: Well, I'm going to go for The Princess Bride. Joe?
0: I'm going to go... With Hot Fuzz.
1: And Alex,
3: unfortunately, based on what I would sit down right now and watch, it would be Hot
1: Fuzz. That is very acceptable. Um, like, like I said, not a not a, a bad movie has not gone through yet. And I don't think there's many bad movies. Is on that why none of yours have been chosen, Zander? So, sorry. Mm, let's move on. Oh right, yeah. Okay, sick. Um, Hoffers goes through, it um it it turns the cherries on and goes through the red light, and the Princess Bride has been left at the altar. Oh, we'll shit. move on to the next matchup. And Joe, have you do you wanna like have you got more movies than everyone else? What's going on? No, I just won't be um, in future it's... episodes. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> 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 um we've got the number 30 seed from Joe's list again. It is wallace and gromit the curse of the were rabbit and that faces off against the number 35 seed another um emotional whiplash one it's uh, from hamish's list it's argo this is this is pretty
0: balanced i'd say <laughs> <laughs> Shut okay. joe, the fuck up.
3: joe you're gonna hate me curse of the were rabbit is a terrible film and i never liked it I never liked that film. Okay. They're, for audio listeners, they've both walked Xander and Joe have both walked away.
1: Ah. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, I'm speechless. Ah. Uh, uh, don't believe it. What do you mean
4: you don't like it?
1: Ah. Uh, oh
3: no. I'll wait for okay. So my reasoning for this is I watched Curse of the Were-Rabbit when I was a child and it freaked me out. It brilliantly freaked me out. And as somebody who loved like other things that the same people behind Wallace and Gromit have made, like Chicken Run and, and Shaun the Sheep and all of that kind of stuff, um, this film ruined Wallace and Gromit for me. so unfortunately this is something I've never actually revealed to Joe because I was worried he would no longer be my friend (laughs) I've never been the fondest of Wallace and Gromit simply because I was exposed to this film as a child it has traumatized me I will never watch this film ever again and um, any other Wallace and Gromit film I watch or show or anything has been tainted by that film so unfortunately I hate it. I hate it. I can't watch it. It just, even going back now and watching it, I just get a nasty taste in my mouth.
1: He keeps saying things to make it worse. <laughs> it's not going to get better.
3: Oh, he's gone. He's and he's going to gone.
4: scream or something.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Joe's camera is gone and he is muted. <sighs> now, I can't uh. say much about Argo because unfortunately I haven't had a chance to watch it. Um but from the trailers that I have seen. Yeah,
1: me neither. Yeah, I've that Hamish. Oh,
3: that's from the trailers of Argo, it looks like it? a really good action film. Um, you know, Hamish just says like, you know, the story is really engaging and it's actually quite good. Um but, you know, unfortunately just I just don't like Wallace and Gromit at all.
1: Well we'll, we'll um, move on from the, the spiciest of hot takes right there. Um Joe
0: uh firstly Amazing. alex die <laughs> secondly hamish uh i really enjoyed argo uh i, I kept putting it. that off and almost famous because they were like the last ones i had to watch but I, I watched it one night and i i was hooked by it i had no idea that it was a real story i was just yeah like, oh, this is it, cool it's so stressful isn't it it is like the last the last i don't want to spoil it because alex hasn't seen it because they're a, a goober but like i, I don't care i don't even, <laughs> oh, so, like, the, the, the whole ending with the plane and getting on the plane at the airport, that is so tense.
2: Dude, like, I can. Like, the fucking, the car along the runway. Oh,
0: oh they are like that close to being caught.
2: Yeah, and like, it honestly, like, when you take a step back and you realize how like, real it is... It is breathtaking how like terrifying it is.
0: Hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's it's, it is really tense. It's it's a really good movie, and I like I like Ben Affleck a lot. He's he's just a really charismatic performer. Him and Matt Damon are watching almost anything because I I just find them really really captivating performers. They are really good um, actors, both of them. Yeah. And it's you know, the supporting cast as well are all really good. Um, and yeah, that, that last section is incredibly tense. But for me, like, Wallace and Gromit is, is an all-timer for, for animated movies. For me, anyway. It's one of my favourite animated movies of all time.
2: I... When I went and watched Wallace and Gromit, and the way Rabbit for the first time, I think I was at my NANS. And like, it scared me shitless, quite like how it did for Alex. But I I mean I've re I've rewatched it since. And I've enjoyed it. I just I just don't think I'm I will always go back and rewatch Argo because it's such an interesting story from the real world. Um, What if it was real? Yeah, it's.
3: (laughs) It was real when I was a kid.
2: (laughs) It was real to me. Um. So yeah, that. I mean, that's what I'm gonna have to go for. Um. But. It, it's it's up to you guys. I will always go back and rewatch Argo. I just probably won't go back and rewatch Wallace and Gromit and the Where Rabbit unless. Amen. Amen. Anywhere else.
1: I don't know. We, I mean, me, me, Joe, and Suwan watched it. Um, it was a few months ago now, wasn't it? It was a couple, what, about two months ago because I was here in at my dad's, um, and it just gripped me. Like, I hadn't seen it in a few years. I was just like dad you were so laughing for funny. a while it's so funny and it's got and like the, the references to horror are just impeccable it's just there's just so many little background gags that make me giggle all the way through and like it's just what a weird plot what a weird weird plot it's about a giant rabbit it's a were rabbit what, what are you talking about that's hilarious
3: it's terrifying
1: it's terrifying and that i remember watching it as a kid as well and when there's that scene when um when Gromit's driving the car and attaches it to the were rabbit and gets driven down a hole i remember that freaking me out as a kid it's i think it's such an excellently made movie um and crafted with perfection um and argo is I'll be honest. I've, it, it, I know it's like really tense and like a true story, but like, I've seen a bunch of those. I've not seen a movie like Curse the Wearer of It. Mm. I, on the levels of charm, hilarity, and just visual style. Can't think of one right now.
0: I I completely agree with that. <laughs> That's fair. I'll give you
1: that. Uh, Siwan, you've like said nothing. <laughs> um, you Speak.
3: To
4: Everybody's basically said the same as I would say. Like, I It was very. I agree with Joe. Like the last, the airport scene. You're just there, like of, you know. You're just kind of with your hands up in the air, kind of stressed, hoping that they get out. I'm not gonna say what happens, um, but like, yeah, the ending is very good. Like the setup towards the ending is very good too. But like it's the ending that kind of made the film you know, it's the crescendo, so to speak. But yeah Wallace and Gromit, it's like that thing you watch as a kid that's always on TV, you know, at Christmas or at a random Sunday. And yeah, when we rewatched it a few weeks ago, I it was the same as Anna. You just sat there like, Oh yeah, I remember how good this is. You know, you just it reminds you of your childhood and maybe not in the good way for Alex. <laughs> But in a good way for me, where you know you're just like, I can sit there and think, oh yeah, no, Wallace and Gromit isn't that good, and then you watch it and you think, no, it actually is, you know. So yeah, I I think yeah. I'll just yeah, that's why I think I'd go with the Weary Rabbit.
2: That's valid,
1: right? Does anyone else have anything to add before we get to voting? Then we'll get to voting. Um, Alex, we'll start with you. I'll go. Joe.
0: Wallace and Gromit, Cursed Rabbit.
1: Hamish.
2: I'll go.
1: I am going to vote for Wallace and Gromit, Cursed Rabbit. C1, it's down to you.
4: Wallace and Gromit and the Creepy Bunny.
1: There we go. So, Argo has to. Argo, uh, fuck yourself. Wallace and Gomez, <laughs> The Curse of the Were Rabbit, sees a full moon and bounds into the round of 32.
4: Are we done with Joe films hey.
1: now?
4: Like, in the <laughs> nicest way possible.
1: Sorry, I have good taste. No more Joe films. Oh, wait, We're what? what really? Oh. In the We're nicest
4: way films. possible.
1: Yes. Um. <laughs> Right, the next matchup. It is back to Hamish's list. It, we have the number twenty-three seed. It is Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. And that faces off against the 42 seed from Alex's list. This is the Mitchells versus the Machines.
3: These are both two of my favourite films. <laughs> At least like The Last Crusade is like it's not my favourite Indiana Jones film. It's my probably my least favourite. But I still love it to pieces. Um, So this is really, really difficult, (laughs) Hamish. Hey,
2: I didn't put it together. Um, I Look, Mitchell's and the Machines, um, it's such a beautifully animated film, and it's a really heartfelt family film as well. Like, it's all about... Like, coming together as a family to survive the apocalypse. Um, And especially uh, with the pug, which, uh, as we all know, (laughs) um, confuses the murder AI at one point. Um, But, I don't know. There's something about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I'm a massive Indiana Jones fan, and me and Alex have just sat there, like, we'll be just sat and call, one of us will fire up a stream of one of John- Sean Connery's scenes from that movie, and we will cackle and re-watch it over and over again. Because that man is pure gold in this film. Do it. Like, do it. Shooter. Like, Junior. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, it's, it's such a fantastic role in this movie. And his on stream, on screen back and forth with Ford feels so organic. Like it's it's actually quite a nice send off and it reminds me a little bit, I think it was either Caitlin or Swan said this about the Black Adam movie. Um, who is it that played Doctor Fate? Um
1: Piers. Piers Brosnan. Piers
2: Broslin. Like you expect him to be the action hero, but he's become so old now. That like Pierce Brosnan. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Black Adam. It was we were talking about Black Adam. But he's the king, I think, in one of the Disney princess remakes, if memory serves me right. Oh,
0: the Cinderella one. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah.
2: You expect him to have been playing Prince Charming, but he's now like the king. It's a it's a nice step up, and you 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 would have expected him back in his prime to be playing the role of Indiana Jones. You would have expected him to be the treasure hunter and now he's this wise wisecracking old man. He's he's daddy. Ooh, um okay Joe. Um (laughs) but he's just he's fantastic in it. I love him. He overhauls that movie to such a vast degree.
0: Yeah. I I remember watching Mitchell's vs the machines. And I was crying throughout. I have no idea why. I was just like, "This is really sad." Um, I haven't rewatched it since. Um, but Last Crusade, I don't know. There's something about Indiana Jones films, or at least those first three, or the first and third one, which are really good. Um, I don't know. I like the adventure and the like. That film has everything. You've got a boat chase. You've got the the cavern at the beginning. You've got the plane chase, you've got a blimp, you've got the the, the Cup of Christ, you know, it's great. Um, it's got a great soundtrack as well by John Williams. Um, I yeah. I, I pre- personally I prefer Indiana Jones, even though they're both very good films.
1: Yeah. I've um I've w I i have I watched Mitchell's Versus the Machines when it came out on Netflix a couple of years ago, and I re- I really loved it. You know, I, I love Danny McBride's weird performance. I love that that whole family. Uh it's they've got really great dynamics and it feels like a real family. A really messed up family, but a real family. Um and like like, you know, the animation is stunning. Um I think it is a little long. Wrong. And, and wrong. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. And and I think they um I think there's some part like the whole robot invasion part of the plot i think isn't as strong as the family plot like i, I would rather spend more time with this family and then it cuts away to olivia coleman's siri and i'm like oh, i don't care um so that the the movie has problems for sure uh but i i still think like the heart and the message at the heart at the, at the center of the movie is really great um my, last crusade is probably the best indiana jones film Well, i've got to be honest my so problem
0: with mitchell's Earth and machines and it's with a lot of lord and, is it lord and miller was it miller and sorry mm. i was in my eye yeah um it's that they do this joke that they have this like joke that keeps happening of like music's playing and then suddenly a funny bit will happen and the music just cuts it stops and they they do that a lot like it'll just suddenly cut like everything will stop and, I don't know, they do it too much, and it's in this film a lot. Saying that, I love the evil, um, uh, what do you call them? The Mini Hoovers. I love the evil Mini Hoovers that go into battle and then get instantly destroyed.
3: Are we, are we forgetting about the Furbies? I'm sorry, this, like, as a 2000s kid, this film should be making you, like, go holy shit. <laughs> because it, it, I don't know. I, I feel like it really resonated for me, at least, because, you know, you had the dad who was very outdoorsy and nature based, or so like my dad was. And then you have the mom who's just trying to keep everyone together, keep everyone happy. She's like quite smiley. She likes to bake. You know, she's trying her best. Um, you have the younger sibling who is incredibly autistic and obsessed with dinosaurs and is just... Oh, I, I love him to pieces. I would die for that child. Um, and Why then, you know, there's the main so character, like The Focus, where she's heading off to college. She wants to do her film thing. She's been trying to involve her family for the majority of her life in her interest, but it's just not really getting anything back. And so she's like, okay, great. I'm going to go and I'm going to be with people who get what I like. Um, you know, and at least for me, that like really resonated with me. Uh, because you know, a lot of people in my family don't really like what I like. And when I went to university and met all of these people, I was like, "Holy shit! These the, you know, these guys get me. They get my interests. It's great." But then at the same time, it it shows how although this this family can be so different, they still love each other, and they will still do anything for each other. You know, from going from killing a Furby overlord to riding robots into the sky to save their little brother who's going to be shipped off to space by Olivia Coleman, Siri. It's just one of the wackiest films. I was laughing throughout the entirety of it. There was not a minute where I wasn't crying or cackling or just going, oh my god. Um, it has such a heart-fat ending as well. You know, with with them all accepting it you know she goes off to college she gets herself a girlfriend it's 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 adorable i love it um the animation style in general is just perfect it's another one of those individual kind of styles that i don't think we'll ever see again which it it, it's just so beautiful you know every every frame in that film to me at least is like a painting and even if it is like i said you know a, a trying to kill everyone. It's still beautiful in its own right. Um, I don't know I think I think it, the action in it I think I'm gonna say it is better than the last crusade. You have a woman who sees her son getting kidnapped, goes insane, puts a robot heart in her handbag and becomes the, the slayer of robots. And for me, it's one of the most amazing action scenes in that entire film. I I don't know. Maybe it's, again, because I just didn't really... Last Crusade was one of my least favourite indie films, but there's just something so heartfelt and special to me about Mitchells versus the Machines.
1: That was a really passionate speech, and I appreciate that.
3: And now you're going to vote against it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm really sorry last crusade is just really really fun i i i I watched it recently and just I, it I just think really stood out to me it's just been so charming
0: I think what helps with it as well is that I don't know about any of you but I played the Lego Indiana Jones game and like playing through the last crusade and like all of those like films has made me appreciate the films even more because I'm like oh i've I've done that in the lego game Oh, I, re- I remember. So um, if I create if I create a Lego
3: Mitchells versus the Machines, will you vote for it?
0: Uh, well they haven't done Lego Doctor Who, yeah, so they probably won't do that.
2: Then they did Lego like Dimensions.
0: Yeah, but I want a full game. I want that. That's not good enough for me. <laughs> wah wah wah! Did you just see wah wah? <laughs>
1: um, Siwan. I'm. Sc- Anything to add about any of them? I'm
4: scared. <laughs> to say oh. to say my opinion on mitchell's what? and the machines
3: i won't hurt i I no, won't hurt be. you Al- it's okay i promise Al- Al- alex can't <laughs> hurt,
1: hurt you they're too far away
4: everybody was hyping on it yep. for so long so i decided to watch it because i absolutely adore animation films but i didn't get the hype i was sat there and i was like i i don't get it like, it's, it looks amazing, I like the story, but everybody was, like, saying how good it was, and I was like, I, I don't get it. I don't get where all this is coming from. And I feel really bad, because okay. everybody still hypes up on it, and I'm just like, I don't get it. It was alright, but, yeah. But no, that, I... that's
3: fine. <laughs>
4: indiana jones
3: though i have like, a
0: lot of zander's choices so it's fine
1: <laughs> it's fine they say sharpening their knife <laughs> <laughs> Look, no knife
3: not yet um but, that's fine. but no Indy was like
4: you know it's something that as a kid my dad would put on saying oh you know this is a film i watched growing up and absolutely you know he absolutely adored it so i watched all of them and yeah it's the Last Crusade, I think, is the best one. It's the like the, the relationship between Indy and his dad is just what makes that film so good. And you can, I could generally sit and watch them doing tea for God's sakes, and I'd still enjoy it. It's just a really good wholesome relationship, and the story surrounding them is just it's really good. So yeah, I I, I think The Last Crusade is the best indie film.
1: And th- there's just endless amounts of fun to be had by watching Harrison Ford punch Nazis. I can't yeah, argue it's with that, unfortunately. It's just, He's still it's doing it's it, it, it now. It's just something that can't be beaten. He's still doing it now. What, in real
0: life or in films?
4: He probably could be. I yes. don't know. It's
1: all of the above.
2: There's just something nice about listening to, like, the thock sound of, like, Harrison Ford like clocking a Nazi
0: we said the fart sound, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I, I I think the story's really good in Last Crusade as well, um, and I, I love you know every sort of last act of an Indiana Jones film does get weird, <laughs> and and I think this is a really good version of that. It is. It's, um, it's grounded
0: think... in reality, even though it's the Cup of Christ, you know. Yeah. Like the in Temple of Doom, you have got people ripping out hearts and stuff, and whatever but this one i don't know it like it feels like something that could happen even though it's it's still you know immortality someone ages to death in front of you you know
1: yeah and the, the movie's really quotable as well like you chose poorly things like that it's just, just little moments really you just humor. choose one
0: of the quotes yeah. i don't know <laughs>
1: You don't know. You could have said it's Junior. The, it's from
2: the end of the movie. Whenever
0: he picks it's the, the wrong guy. The
1: Crusader.
0: Gun. Do, oh, I don't remember that. You chose. I remember Swole. that. Ooh, mm, mm, Why from you... the Lego game. Um,
1: right. <laughs> the iconic. Mm. I, th- I, th- I think we've all, oh. all all said our bit. Um, who's ready to vote?
3: Yeah, go on. Put me down. Put me down. All right, I'll, Alex, you go first. Mitchell's versus the machines.
1: Hamish
2: Indiana Jones
0: alright Siwan
4: Indiana Jones
0: Joe Indiana Jones
1: I'm sorry Alex it's okay Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade goes through the Last Crusade has one more round in him and the Mitchells versus the Machines have been unplugged which was actually the original title for that movie wasn't it? Was it? Was it? Was it called Unplugged? Well, I, I don't know. know. Tell me. I it is now. Maybe I might be capping. I don't know. It is now. Um, a worthy opponent. That was a good matchup. Right. But Alex isn't out of this yet. Alex actually has a horse in the the last two nay. matches. Nay. How exciting! Oh. Oh, nay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the next matchup, it is the number twenty-eight seed, and this is from Alex's list again. It is the Suicide Squad from twenty twenty-one, the James Gunn one, and that faces off against the number forty-one seed from Siwan's list, um, and a new one from si Wan's list for the first time today. Ooh. and it is Toy Story three. Oh.
0: Damn. Oh,
4: no. It, yes. Like do you want to go first?
3: Do you want to go first, Suan or?
4: Um, I do very much prefer the Suicide Squad <laughs> um, compared <laughs> to the other one. The other one, fun fact, the other one is the only film I've actually walked out of, out of disappointed. I hyped myself up for that's that film for so bad. long, and I was like, oh, that's it, and I was fourteen. This Maybe is why you should show. make a
0: good trailer for a bad film.
4: So that is why I was actually surprised for THE Suicide Squad being so good. Because I was like, oh, it's just going to be as bad as the first one. And it happened, and I was like, I love this. And that's why I don't like this matchup, Because I also love Toy Story, with all my heart. Um... it Toy Story is one of those films where you, I watched, you know, as a kid, because of Pixar, watched all of them, absolutely adored all of them. But the third one, for me is the one that I love the most because, oddly enough, the ending, I guess, it's like, I know they did a the fourth one and that's, end of now they're doing a fifth, so that kind of ruins the whole thing. But that ending is something that will always, always, always make me cry. Um, and, you know, seeing these characters, you grow up with doing that. And, you know, seeing them say goodbye to Andy and everything like that. I think it's, like, it's an overall very good film. Like, the whole heist of getting out of the play... No, not the playground. What is it? Where they're at. Uh,
0: the daycare. That
4: one. Like, that whole thing is... You know, it's very clever, but I think the ending... It's just... It breaks my heart every time, and that's why I... (laughs) Adore it, I guess is the wrong way to explain it, but... Yeah, it's. I guess it's just something that you know, from your childhood that means a lot to me. So I guess that's why.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing this at the cinema, and bawling at the end, like I think everyone did. Um, it's a dark movie. It's a really, really dark movie. Um, for. For what is a family film. Um, It's... The the animation's incredible, but I think... I don't think there's a film on here with bad animation. um, Other than Barbie. Sorry, Alex. Um, It does have a fantastic (laughs) story. um, And wraps up the the franchise really nicely. And then the fourth one comes along and wraps up the franchise nicely. No, it doesn't. And then the fifth one's been announced. Which I'm sure will wrap (laughs) up the franchise nicely. Um... Yeah, I th- I'll be honest, I think in hindsight this movie has been tainted by mm. the fact that we have another it one. It really does. And we have another one coming after that. So I, th- I think that is a problem for this this movie. Just when I watch it now, I'm like, it's not actually the end though, is it? Because like, it is a lovely ending, but Disney just can't leave it alone.
0: Fun fact, this was the first ever movie that I cried at, and it was in first year of uni. I did like a, a binge session of watching the end of this and the bit with Bing Bong in Inside Out, I watched them back to back because I was like, "I've never cried at a film before. Let's make it happen tonight." So I watched those two clips, and it happened. I was like, "Yes, sweet release." Um, it also has the unfortunate thing of that this fu- this fi- this film features a very scary phone. Um, <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> I I cannot rewatch those bits. But it's a very good film. I think the strong, I don't know. I think when I first watched it, I had a pirated version because, you know, that's fun. Um, but I I think the daycare stuff was, like, I don't know, the weaker bits, and then I just wanted to get to the end, but, like, watching it now, it's like, oh, yeah, this is all very good. Um, the baby is weird. The big baby. Oh, the big baby's um, awful. Yeah, it reminds Terrifying. me of Xander. Um, Lotso's a great villain. <laughs> um... <laughs> He smells of strawberries. As you say, Santa, it's a, it's a great place to end it. Like it does wrap everything up. Like Andy goes off to universe. It's the story of like the whole trilogy has been about toys and growing up and like, you know, leaving, leaving that behind and like ending it on. They're just going to have that again of someone else will grow up with them. And this, this loop will go on forever is great. You didn't need that fourth film and you certainly don't need a fifth film unless they do something really interesting with it. but i i doubt that at the moment um but i do really like toy story 3
1: yeah no t- toy story 3 is it's absolutely incredible um hamish do you have anything to add yeah. about toy story
2: um you're not gonna like me <laughs> um i saw this movie initially and i cried it was really really touching Um, especially the end with like the fucking waste plant like the incinerator that broke my heart Um, what a great set piece exactly it's a set piece that like you can just really appreciate in that second however whenever I'm made to view that second over and over again it begins to get a little bit fucking dull within the space of a single summer I had to watch this movie sixteen times. <laughs> Why? Um, because I was in primary school and weirdly enough a lot of my friends also had their birthdays in the summer.
4: Oh and
2: some of my mum's friends who have kids who of course I wasn't friends with but I got invited to the birthday parties anyway and because, you know, it's like show face for mum. Um, they all went to see Toy Story 3 because it was what was out. It was either that or Piranha, uh, if memory serves me right. And I wasn't allowed to see Piranha. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, so I actually hate this movie with a burning passion. That's I think it's fair. a beautiful movie and I think it really touches like my heart. And whenever I have gone back and watched it these days, you know, it does hit. You know, as hard as it did the first time. But whenever I think of watching Toy Story 3, I want to viscerally scream. (laughs)
4: That's
0: fair. Uh, Yeah.
1: I get that. Overexposure to something is is an issue. So I understand that. It was, like, a huge movie when it came out as well. Um,
2: There's only so many times that I can, like, watch Woody, like give some sort of motivational speech or watch Ken have his like clothes torn up in front of him before it just <laughs> gets fucking boring
1: <laughs> bro Michael Keaton is so good in that role it's
4: weird to think that Ugh. it's Michael
1: Keaton um, should... in it just um, should we talk about Suicide Squad Can we? The Swiss I'd love squad. to um, go for it
2: this movie is art um, James Gunn you beautiful bastard coming along with, like, such underrated comic book characters. It's what he always does. He finds these, like, misfits and underused characters. This is what he does. And he
1: pi- this is what he flipping he does. He fucking
2: picks them up and he elevates them and he does them so well. Peacemaker John Cena. Mmm! That man is fantastic in that movie. Bloodsport, an excellent reimagining of a really troublesome character that DC made. Which, for those who don't know, he was a mass shooter. He wasn't an assassin. He went and shot up civilians. Uh, Lex Luthor made him go a bit insane. And he, he was just like, he was effectively like a terrorist.
4: Lovely.
2: Like, they reworked him in a respectful way and they made him so much better than what, very unfortunately, DC had him be up until then. That movie's fantastic. Start to finish. And using Starro my god Literally. they used
3: Starro very well I was very worried when I found out Starro was going to be the main villain but um, he actually was perfect
2: yeah like anyone who's read a Suicide Squad comic like to quote the marketing there are like bits and pieces and genitals flying everywhere and it you know what it couldn't be further it couldn't be closer to the truth like those comics are wildly violent and it's about time we got like something from DC that was cu- close to the source material, or as close as it could be, and had an understanding of a comic book.
0: It's also a very sure. funny movie. It oh, it's hilarious. We, we went, me, Hamish, and our previous producer went to see it. <laughs> we all, and We all laughed at it a lot. Um, like the the bit with um, Weasel at the beginning, where he's just like that in the water. We were cackling, at we that.
2: were crying at that because <laughs> I looked over to you when he's like floating with his arms out, and you went, "My
1: angel." <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Yeah, the, the Weasel's little run as well. <laughs> I love little him. Model. Amazing. It's great to think
0: that that's just Sean Gunn doing that. <laughs> You you know it, Sean Gunn. Once you see that run,
2: you know it is. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, no, I I. This movie's absolutely fantastic. I love the um. How the the last movie kind of had a. The the asterisk next to it was like yeah it's the Suicide Squad but like. No one's really at risk. Yeah. No no one really of note, gets. Killed. They introduce one character, doesn't get his own graphic, and then he dies within about three minutes. So it's like, oh right, okay, he yeah, gets, he's just cannon fire. He gets And In this, yeah, in this, everyone is. Does he punch fire. a woman as well? And it's wonderful. Yeah. He does <laughs> punch a woman. You're absolutely right. Um, so yeah, no, the, a vast, vast improvement over the, the original. I can't believe we have to call it the original um but um margot robbie's harley quinn returns incredible the redemption arc that joel kinnaman's rick Rick! oh my gosh maybe the worst character from the first one simply because he's just non-existent he is generic army man that shouts army things and it's so irritating he's so annoying he's so boring and he this he might be my favourite character he, he is He's very easy. So that good.
4: that film made me yeah, detest Peacemaker for so long because of what he did and like yeah. Hamish is like oh no just watch the show watch the show it's good and like I don't want to because I don't like the character and then he forced <laughs> us to watch it and I was like I like <laughs> yeah. Peacemaker now and it pisses me off because I'm still angry at what he yep. did
1: yeah yeah John, John Cena again like that fight sequence between him and Rick Flagg is so good and the reason it's so good is because John Cena isn't afraid to get his ass kicked mm. in a fight scene he's ready to take a hit
2: and can you imagine he's if ready it was to, the Rock to... cast as Peacemaker <laughs> like... no, that would be because horrible because it wouldn't
1: have gone down
2: <laughs> no it's just like the lines of like you know when he's like about to like shoot uh, rat catchery is like you just opened a can of whoop ass <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
1: yeah no a, it, yeah a really great character for John Cena and he gets to he gets to prove again like he's an actual actor he's a good actor like, sure he's funny but he also can like act the hell out of a scene um, Idris Elba's fantastic um yeah, um. About,
2: we, we haven't talked about the Doctor Who yeah. elephant in the room for Joe. Pizza
1: Did he forget? I Maybe. wish they'd just made him Scottish. I wish they'd just left him, let him be Scottish I, I loved, I don't like he's British. Accent. I love
0: how he says words. Um. Like, what what does he say later like, on about the the fucking Yankee Doodles or whatever? Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I love how he speaks.
1: Unclutch your pearls, Rick Flag. <laughs> but
0: no, he he's he's great in this film. I was worried that he was going to be like a small part, but he he's in it a lot. Yeah, he, I still he, think he would have made a really good Mr Freeze though.
2: Oh yeah. I I think him or um Mark Strong are like my two like dream casts
0: for Mr Freeze. Take yeah, home. He was great though. I loved him in um, um
1: it? and King Shark as well. Sly. <laughs> oh my God. Smashing it.
2: Boat. Nanawe.
4: Iconic. I love Nanawo.
1: Come to me. Um, <laughs>
2: um Polka Dot Man.
1: Yeah, um Polkadot Man!
2: How have we not talked about Polka Dot Man? In fact the Zander looks one like it's like no
0: I will say um, one <laughs> negative about this movie is that they had, re- they really had no need to kill Polkadot Man at the end.
3: That is the wa- that is my one gripe with the film. Genuinely, I was so fucking pissed off with Polkadot like with him dying. Like Rick Flagg, yeah, I hated the fact that he died and I sobbed. But like, it was necessary to the plot. Oh, no. But um, I, you know, him dying <laughs> was unnecessary and it upset me.
1: Yeah i'm not happy <laughs> i'm not happy Without bob not, not happy um but yeah no the, the the polka dot man death is it's the lo- it's the worst point in the movie because it's you know exactly what's gonna happen the shot is there. it's too wide <laughs> like this shot's too wide he's gonna get killed he's gonna get killed and he it's just like they cap off his arc and then immediately kill it it's like you deserve better than that, really. To, to just not be just a cheap It's joke. like,
3: I know it's the point that everyone dies, but, like, did Joe, he you have to me. die?
2: Joe, you beat yeah. me to that by seconds. It's of the same you shot as well.
1: Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! Right, we're moving on. Who's ready to... I'm ready to vote. Is everyone else? I'm ready to vote, yeah. Right, um, I'm, I'm gonna... Uh, this might be controversial. Um. I. I'm... I'm gonna vote for the Suicide Squad.
4: No, that's valid. Your son is so him I think, that's I know it's, valid.
1: I know it's much I know it's much more recent, but like I I just I think it's so much fun and it's one of the best comic book movies we've had in a few years. So um yeah, I'm gonna go for that one. Sorry, Sue Don't be sorry. Um Joe, why don't you go? Oh, uh, uh... Uh... No, you know what? I'll come back to you Um, (laughs) See one Shall I
4: make it easy for everyone because I want to work for Suicide Squad
1: Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna second this I hate Toy Story (laughs) I absolutely
4: I absolutely adore Toy Story. I like I've made my point but like the Suicide Squad, I it's so good and I completely understand if you're in, like, oh you like, you know, that's, if you're not going to vote for Toy Story. That's
1: twice now. That's twice that Suanna's buckled against their movie.
4: Why do I have to stay with my films? It was made under peer pressure of trying to think of ten it's... films, and I completely forgot yes, about Ander. so many.
2: Yeah, Xander. fuck you, Xander. You
1: had ages to choose. Yeah, no, but I forgot. Um. Anyway. So, Hamish, you're voting for Suicide Squad. Alex. The Suicide Squad joe the suicide squad (laughs) it doesn't matter what you're voting for um the suicide squad goes through they live to see another day and toy story 3 has been incinerated whoa Um, nice we are down to the final matchup before we then come back next time to do to begin the round of 32 are we excited
2: sure
0: yes
1: right great let's do this last matchup it is it's (laughs) me it's the 31 seed and it is Evil Dead 2 and that faces off against the number 32 seed this is from Alex's list again and it is from this year Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves this one's
3: easy this one is easy in which way Oh, I'm so
0: sorry, Xander. In the... In the yeah. Yes! I just don't think
1: you guys respect horror movies. I just don't think no. you no. guys respect horror movies. Xander.
4: Xander. This episode is so mean Zander.
0: The best, best Evil Dead film is the third one where it sort of departs from the horror. Um, I, I love that third film. The first, first two are just like... Okay, I know what I'm getting into here. But, um... I liked Dungeons and Dragons. That was a really nice surprise. Like I'm not, although I've played D and I'm not big in that sort of world, and I don't understand all the references. But like the magic slots, even outside Jill. of that, I had a good time. Oh, <laughs> 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 I had a good time with this film. I like all the cast were charming and great. The story was very good. Um, one gripe. I still find the no. Chris Pine big eye sequence terrifying. I think Xander you might have sent it to me on like DM or something and I was like don't send that. It to is me. the
3: best bit of <laughs> film. It's terrifying. I it I will, so I will
0: clo- when I watched it in cinemas I was like laughing but also like I had my eyes closed cuz it w- I didn't like it. Joe, I resisted I put, like, the big urge eyes. It's one to of my send that to you
4: cuz I saw it on Twitter the other day. But I didn't but I was Thank you for resisting. I so wanted it, I would to.
0: No, I don't like it. I don't like big eyes, which is also why I don't like that phone in um. Skinner Marine. Yeah, Skinner (laughs) Marine. No, I Joe. Do you want a gif?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This Dungeons and Dragons is a film um, because I'm a huge D&D nerd. I adore it, and seeing it on the big screen for me was just so amazing. And even more so amazing was the fact that it was able to portray spells in, in a way that I'd never even thought about. Like the illusion like of Chris Prine. I'd never thought about losing concentration could make an image do that. And that in my mind was just amazing. And I was so happy that there was different ways that they were showing how spells worked. You know, seeing all of the different creatures in it was amazing. The owlbear, for instance. It it was perfect. The thing is, with Evil Dead, I've never seen it because I don't watch horror films. I, I can't. I hate them. Um, but I did watch the trailers for the film. Um, and for a horror film, it looked really good. You know, the action in it looked quite good. Um, it looked absolutely terrifying. Um... So I'll give it that. It looked like a very good horror film that I would never watch. Um, so I'll give you that, Xander. But explain your film a, a little more, please.
0: It was average. Okay, so,
1: so Evil Dead 2 is a horror film, but it's also incredibly funny. It's this first real attempt at blurring those lines between horror and comedy. It's not a parody, it's not like scary movie where it's intentionally like trying to make you laugh over the horror. It's blending the horror and the comedy together. It's Bruce Campbell man. He's incredibly charismatic. He carries the movie on his back. The effects look incredible. If you compare the first one with this one, it's like night and day. The You, you can tell where the budget's gone because the effects all look phenomenal. It's Incredibly quotable. It's an iconic movie. Groovy, baby. Come on. The shotgun. The chainsaw. The really cool, like animatronic dance thing. Like the what? What is it? It's the claymation dance yeah. thing. The dead. The corpse thing. That's so weird. There's there's a laughing ant, like deer head on the wall that laughs. Like the movie is scariest when it's making you laugh at what's scary because you're like i definitely shouldn't be laughing against this because this guy is going crazy it's got like i said a fantastic performance from bruce campbell the other supporting characters come in and they're great as well um i remember sitting and watching this for the first time with my dad and howling with laughter because it was just so i watched it when i was like maybe 10 years old and we were just giggling how ridiculous the movie is um so alex i think you would actually be okay with it i know you you have your own thing with horror and i'm not going to try and force you to watch this but like i think if you were to choose one horror film to watch i think this would be the one you'd be the safest i will
3: think about it
1: um and like the finale's really cool and also really weird it's the editing is amazing. Sam Raimi's camera work is excellent. It's just—it's also got a really terrifying villain, like the the main, like the the deadite that's in the basement. The mom, and she comes out of the ground. And there's like worms all over, and she crawls up the stairs. That's so cool and scary and weird. There's a big tree at the end that's like crawling through the door. It's so cool. And I don't remember honestly, I rewatched Dungeons and & Dragons and I think it's a little bit overrated. I, I remember seeing it at the cinema earlier this year and thought it was really good. I rewatched it and it's quite slow. The ending, the, the final act is fantastic and it does pick up along the way, but that first act is really slow and it does drag. It feels long. So that movie is not perfect, whereas Evil Dead 2 might be a perfect horror movie. No. Wrong.
3: The first shot... Is such perfect world building, and it introduces us to so many wonderful cr- creatures and characters, and it just sets the scene so perfectly. And it needs to be that long. Also, I don't know. It does, 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 um, does it use? Does yours use um, practical effects?
1: Evil Dead yeah. Evil It's nothing. It's nothing but. That's good. Okay, effects.
3: that's good. I was just going to say because um, I know that Dungeons and Dragons does use a lot of practical effects, and for that, I love it. So you know if. If Evil Dead as well uses practical effects, then that I love that as well. That's wonderful because it's one of my most. I love that medium so much.
1: Hamish, you've been
2: strange. I've been silent because I'm letting everyone say their thing. Um, because this is actually quite a tough one for me. Um, I Xander, you and I both know that, like, we can talk each other's ears off with the Evil Dead franchise. Like. I have such fond memories of this movie, and I fully agree with Xander in the way that, like, pardon me, the old Evil Dead movies might actually be able to something that Alex could watch. Like, not like the new, like, horror ones, but, like, no. the, like, they're so goofy. Like, there's, like, there's no other way about it. In no, like, horror movie does someone, like, chainsaw, like, a practical effect dummy's head off. Like, there's blood spurting everywhere, and he goes, Groovy! Like,
1: You've got to embrace the camp. It's so... You have to embrace the camp. It's so spectacularly,
2: like, campy. And then even, like, the... The, like, the further installments, like, involve going back in time to the Crusader era, and, like being the chosen one to slay an army of the undead. That's not like your typical cabin-in-the-wood shit. It's Bruce Campbell at his finest. And it's it's so spectacular. On the other hand, for me, Dungeons & Dragons, I play D&D twice a week. Like, I'm so very thoroughly invested in the world of D&D. And it's such a joy to see it brought to life properly on screen. Like, is one of the most faithful adaptations I've ever seen of the source material. It's respectful. It doesn't want to like do too much, but it feels like it's its own little small campaign in its own right. It feels like a game of D&D, which very unfortunately, if we look at like other movies that have tried to recreate tabletop games like Battleships, like Good Fucking Christ. Oh my god! What went? What
1: what happened? Was that the Michael Bay film? It might have been. It it wasn't Michael Bay, but it certainly, looked it like certainly it. looks. It certainly
2: looks like it. It
1: it was from the time that Hollywood tried to make Taylor Kitsch happen, and Rihanna's in it. Yeah.
2: So. And then who's Taylor? Kim? It's it's just Bless baffling me. how like brilliant it's brilliantly it's been translated. <laughs> um, but then on the other hand, again like Evil Dead it's got such a fantastic legacy to it and Evil Dead 2 holds up like it just does um, what would I go and watch now if I had a choice it's going to have to be D&D I'm sorry Xander
0: what a plot, where...
2: if I'm going to watch Evil Dead it's got to be it's got to be a special little kind of setting you know, I've got to sit down with my other fellow de- fellow Evil Dead enjoyer, with like, I don't know, a takeout. We should do that some night. Oh,
3: don't! I really want a takeout now.
2: Um, like, we we do a we Evil Dead movie night, but that's the thing. It's got to be like selective for me.
0: The newest one's the best one as well.
2: The newest one is fucking terrifying. Um, it's really great. It's definitely not it's coming one. to Netflix. It's def- coming to
1: Netflix next week yeah.
2: oh my god please can we watch it that's definitely not one Alex can watch definitely no. not um, but yeah what a joy I love um, how it's
3: scary meter is can Alex watch this or not
2: yeah um, yeah you can definitely watch Evil Dead too. it's funny as fuck um, it's kind of yeah. got like the absurdity a, a little bit of the absurdity of Zoolander to it like you're watching it like what the fuck is going on <laughs> Um, yeah that's where, That's where I'll throw my vote if we're doing votes now
1: I just for me like we'll Evil Dead one 2 one, has so. a legacy it, it, it's been about for like closing in on 40 years and Dungeons and Dragons came out 6 months ago I'm just thinking like legacy wise I don't know So not like the greatest oh, movie of all time do you, when did I don't you, know sorry hold on when did just Dun- trying to spice D things up here? D and D D&D came out in March. No,
2: no, no, because we're talking legacy. Um, Dungeons, the entirety of Dungeons and Dragons was launched in 1974.
1: <laughs> oh, if you're talking
2: an extensive um, but, legacy, but
1: that's not this. That's not that's not this movie, though, well, is it? Effectively, the, the, is the entrance on the list Dungeons isn't and all of Dungeons and Dragons from 1974 takes place in it's the 1974 universe.
2: It takes place in it. You're talking it, about a it legacy. Takes pl-
1: it takes place in the movie that came out six months ago.
2: D&D 2023 is part of a legacy. It's its own movie. No it's
1: not. It's part of a legacy. I'm, I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to add anything. Um, C1, what were you gonna say? C1, you haven't said anything.
4: I will say when we were rewatching all these films, and I got to Evil Dead too. I know how much you liked *Xander*, so I wanted to like it, but I don't think it's my type of horror. Like, I don't know. I didn't like the campness of it. I didn't really. I I just don't think it's my type of. If I'm gonna watch a horror, I want it to be like what *Evil Dead* rises. And I don't know. I'm really sorry. And I wanted so much to like it for you, but I just I didn't I didn't think it was that good. I didn't care for it. But then I went to watch D and D, you just like I was, was sat there. Itself. I was sat there for however long it is, just like enjoying every second. And can I offer tiny little Bradley Cooper? It's just
1: <laughs> you know that was such a good exactly. movie. Exactly. I watched it with my dad a, like two weeks ago. I kind of spoiled that oh, for yeah, you. Is, those, that, you is that Bradley it. Cooper? I was like, yeah, it's we, little Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Um,
0: I will say, I almost fell asleep during Evil Dead 1, <laughs> Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead 3 I had to take breaks because I was falling asleep
1: How? I was like
3: <laughs> Thank you for demonstrating falling asleep
1: They are the, like the opposite like... of they, <laughs> they are the opposite of boring But like, they're repetitive. And also you talk about You talk about long run times and I don't think any of those Evil Dead films are over an hour and a half
0: but but like if I'm falling asleep during that, what does that say about it?
1: That you've got narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's just wrap this up. Um, I'm gonna vote for Evil Dead too. Alex.
3: Dungeons and uh, Dungeons
1: and Dragons. Hamish. Chill. Uh,
0: as I didn't fall asleep or want to fall asleep during this Dungeons and Dragons
1: so
3: I'm am.
4: so sorry Xander but it has to be D&D
3: dude next, next time's gonna whoop my ass I, I'm not ready I'm gonna <laughs> cry
1: Dungeons and Dragons honour among thieves <laughs> honourably makes it through to the round of 32 um, breaks out of a dungeon um, gets away with robbery because of the thieves. Um, Evil Dead Two gets locked in the basement in the playing round, and there we go. The round, ra- the th- round of thirty-two is sealed. We have some fantastic matchups lined up for the next uh, for the next time we do this, including but not limited to, we have Kill Bill Volume One versus The Social Network. That's a huge matchup um ratatouille versus prisoners that's a crazy matchup we've got um a big animated matchup coming up um fantastic mr fox versus spider-man into the spider-verse we've also got um the avengers facing off against hot fuzz we've got the grand Budapest hotel facing off against indiana jones and the last crusade We've got loads of great matchups coming up for you in the next episode, so make sure you are listening to the filming podcast and keeping your eye out for the GOAT tournament. Yes, Joe?
0: Can I just ask, did any of your films make it through this episode?
1: <sighs> no, they didn't. I had a really good oh. 100% streak in the last episode. Well, you
0: got a 100% streak in this one in that none of them got through
1: joe i'm actually close i'm not going to say a word (laughs) joe's Uh actually the worst uh winner joe's the worst winner you know just accept (laughs) that you've got bad taste sander just accept (laughs) um just accept (laughs) the taste of my foot in your mouth um right should we do some uh sell me movies who wants to sell me a movie or a tv show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd I saw Hamish's
2: hand first. I will let Alex go first because Alex will berate me and hit me with a rock.
1: That's not true. I I don't own any
3: rocks. (laughs) Um, I'm going to recommend that everybody go check out the webisodes, episodes, whatever they are called nowadays, of the brand new Monster High. (laughs) Because it's good. Don't watch the live action film. It's shit. But watch the webisodes because I've recently gotten Hamish into them and Hamish even thinks that they're good. It's cool.
2: I appreciate it. I got I I offered to watch the episodes of it because it's Alex's like you know special interest, and I thought you know it'd be good to learn a bit. And you know what? I enjoyed bits of it. I enjoyed it
3: the characters are cool the story is cool One of the main, the main character called Frankie is non-binary so I love them they're perfect and it's just an all around feel good show and if you like Monster High as a kid as well it'll make you just so nostalgic it, it's just fun it's just fun to watch so watch that there you go, that's me
1: fantastic, thank you Jo Siwan, which one?
0: Who wants
4: to go first? Ladies first. C1. Oh. oh. You go
0: first. Okay. My movie... I haven't watched a lot of movies recently because I've been continuing my rewatch of Doctor Who before the 60th. But the one of the movies I did watch, it was on Channel... Was it Channel 5? Or ITV2? I think it was ITV2. It was on... I think it's the Saturday that's just been. It was Over the Hedge. <laughs> I saw it that it was on TV and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take time away from like photoshopping and commissions and stuff today just to watch that. Because I love Over the Hedge so much. I regret not putting it on my top ten. Because it is such a peak movie. Shut the fuck up, Xando, that face. That um sense. it's a really good film. It's so charming. It's got it's got an amazing cast. Um and also it reminds me of <laughs> First year uni for reasons, um... <laughs> but it's a it's a very good film. So much so that like my mum and sister came down to watch it with me. I think you were watching it, C1. I, what did I say? I think you did watch <laughs> it. it. What am I saying? And Caitlin watched it because like I put it in Discord saying it's on ITV2 now. If anyone's gonna watch it, and the fact that you went to go watch it, that just proves how good a film it is. So. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's the magnum opus of animation, I think. It's one of... um, What's his name? He was in... Die Hard. What's his name? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. It's one of Bruce Willis's best movies. <laughs> it could be his best role, to be honest.
1: I'll be completely honest. A few years ago, this was on Netflix. I tried to watch it, and I got 15 minutes in and turned it off. Didn't like it. Wow. So... Hence the face. Um, but I'm glad you like it. And I'm and that, that was a, I'm sure that's a good recommendation for other the people. Um, Suan, hit me.
4: Um, thank you for all the likes on Letterboxd, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a film that I've wanted to watch for months but actually hasn't been in a theatre near where I am. So I finally got to watch it the other day because it came out on digital, which is Talk To Me. The horror. It's not actually scary, yeah. it's not, so actually I do think, oh wait no, maybe not, I'm trying to think if Alex can watch it, but it was, oh you don't think, okay fair enough. No. It was very, <laughs> very good, um, so I'm not going to say much about it because I don't want to spoil it because obviously it's new. But, yeah, I, I'm i just going to leave it at like that. Go watch it, because it was actually very, very good.
1: I'm, gl- I'm glad you got to watch it, because it's one of my favourites of the year so far, for sure. Um, really cool concept, and really well executed. Um, and I think it is scary. I didn't think I it think was scary, some...
4: but it was cool, though.
1: Yeah, there, there's some moments in that that have... Yet to leave my brain. Um, that, no, that's fine. Very good recommendation.
2: Um, as um, a side note, I took your advice, under and I watched Cobweb.
1: What did you it think? It's fucking awesome. It was a good movie. It's a fun fucking movie. Fucking awesome. Anthony Starr in that
2: movie. My God.
1: I I have not been watching many movies myself because I got back from my holiday last week. Um, so what I will do... Is sell you guys a movie that I didn't like uh, and we were just talking about good horror films I watched The Nun 2 <laughs> boring <laughs> very very boring that's a movie. shame I, I nearly fell asleep in it and then you know I, sometimes I, I have some trouble sleeping so sometimes I do fall asleep in things even when I like them and I'm enjoy- enjoying them um, so I thought you know that's nothing special uh, then I went with a few friends, and it ended. And they were like, "God, I nearly fell asleep during that." Like, really? Okay, because I know they're really into horror. I asked another one of my friends. They were like, "It's a bit boring, right?" I think I nearly fell asleep. So, it it's not it. It wasn't just me. Um, ve- very boring movie that. It's just repetitive, boring scares, scares, just jump scares um there's some cool moments of imagery like with the with the titular nun uh, because it's you know it's a creepy creepy creature design you know terrifying Um, and then the last like half hour happens and it's the last half hour is bananas like there's so much weird stuff that happens and like there's there's an ultimate twist at the end or, or like a turning point in the plot and i'm like really and i just couldn't help but giggle at how incredibly strange a choice it was for this franchise so um yeah no not really not worth your time not worth your money it's this conjuring universe man i just i know they make a lot of money and a lot of people really like these but i'm just all the films feel the same and i'm just really not into them anymore as i used to be i think so the nun 2 is a dud too. <laughs>
0: I think the best one was the second one but I I saw that didn't get very good reviews I mean when I say the second one I mean The The Conjuring the one set in the house
1: yeah see I that one's it's it's a solid movie I think it's fine but it's way too long
0: Mm.
1: it is over two hours isn't it it's like two hours twenty it's a long movie um and I think there's too much going on and there's but, yeah, I, th- I think I think the first one's the best one, probably. That'll do it, then. F- great episode, guys. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, if you want to hear more from us, make sure you're going back through the Spotify and listening to our old episodes, because we've got so many great ones. Um, and we've got a lot of exciting ones coming up in the future. So make sure you are following us on Spotify and subscribed on our YouTube channel and following on all of the platforms you have available to you. Um, you can catch the posters that joe lovingly makes every single week on our instagram which is artificial me in pod and our twitter which is at film pod what yep and that is run by alex and they have great fun on there um so make sure you're following all those accounts as well uh, the links will be in the description hamish Thank you very much for being here. Where can the people find you? Thank
2: you very much for lining me up to this little bit of an introduction. The people can find me on Twitter at beatenhamish or on Instagram at Hamish2864. Um, or, again, if you haven't taken your meds, I am in your walls.
1: Thank you, Siwan, for being here. It's it's always wonderful to have you. Where can the people Thank find you? For you?
4: having me. Um I'm on Twitter and Instagram at c but I don't particularly post much. But I do post quite often on Letterboxd, um, which is at C1Os.
1: Fantastic. And Joe. Hello Thanks for being here, my love. That's Where right. can the people find
0: you? You can find me on Twitter at cooklemonjoseph, Joseph, Instagram, Joe Cook underscore Artwork? Or is it artist? Artist. Artwork. Artist. Is it? Artist. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Uh, thank you. Um, Letterboxd. Just go on C1 or Xander's account. You'll find me. I lurk there. Um, and I'm also doing commissions now. Shameless plug. So if you want artwork, <laughs> shoot me a, an email or a message on any of those social media platforms. Maybe a lot letterbox because you cannot actually message me on there. But you can do that. So, yes. Not for free, though. I'm not Cheapscape
1: um and finally alex <laughs> the apple of my eye thank you for being here what what the fuck that mean?
3: kiss kiss i'm on the twitter so
1: amazing <laughs> next week what are we doing next week it's a good quiz <gasps> <gasps> my quiz Alex's quiz alex is he gonna be your host next i love week, so quizzes um and we'll be back at the same time in the same places that you always find us thank you so much for listening once again we will see you next week goodbye bye Bye-bye. bye. Ta-ta. there's something inside so strong I know that I can make it, but you're doing me wrong, so wrong. I thought that my pride was gone. Oh no.